I'm Anya. And I'm Scarlett. Come inside the Flaming Yummy. And experience pussy power as you never have before. (laughs) It's so fun to be in each other's presence and record together. It is so fabulous. We don't get to do this enough. We don't get to do it enough. And you came in today and I came and got you. And Oh my gosh. It's Mm. I have to tell you. It is so fun being met at an airport with somebody whose energy is like, I cannot wait to fucking see you. Oh my God. I feel like I'm flying. (laughs) I feel like my feet cannot touch the ground. Well, that's what our friends were saying that like this morning when you were getting ready to come get me that you were just like. I was literally jumping up and down (laughs) like a child in a like bouncy house. That's how excited I was. Yeah. It just feels so good to be met like that. You know, we don't have that experience in our everyday life, right? It's true. And so when you do get that, it's a special occasion. And the last time I got that was when I was out here visiting you two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. And you know what I mean? Like literally like the pickup. It's special. Yeah. It's special. You are literally the best person in the world to pick people up from the airport. I make it a whole event. Like, I yeah. want you to feel like you, you've like, arrived, you're here. Exactly. Like, you yes. like to roll out the red carpet mm-hmm. and just really make somebody feel special. And it just feels so, so nourishing. And, you know, we know we get to spend like the next five days together or whatever yes. it is. And it's yes. just so much fun. So goodness, just all the goodness sitting here on your couch, recording with you, looking at you Mm. and getting to have some good interplay. So, so much goodness ahead. And I'm so excited about, I mean, today's been a big day for us. Today has been a big day for us. Mm. Um, You know, we are, I mean, in timeline of when this episode comes out, who knows, but in, in terms of the show, we launched the show today. We're recording this on November 1st. Mm -hmm. We launched our trailer today. Mm -hmm. We have been, you know, I talked about it on social media in terms of gestating, you know, this, this show. And it's been so fun to do that with you, but we've been so secretive about it and we haven't really been talking about it. And so, um, we've been teasing a little bit, or at least I know I have to like the sexual alchemy listeners, Yeah. but we haven't really been talking publicly exactly about who the co-host is going to be. And just to drop all that fun information is, is like a charge in and of itself. Mm. And we also are getting ready to launch the slut sisterhood yes which is also huge huge yeah and that has been a conversation for 18 months at least 15 months at least yeah I mean just to give you the idea of like how much intention we have put in right to these endeavors it's been over a long period of time for a very very good reason because we just have so much vision mm-hmm. for these two offerings, what we want to bring forth with the Flaming Yoni and with Slut Sisters. And this is just going to be an incredible period of what it, what have been our two words that we, a culmination. Culmination and c- it's another C word. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll, we'll pop, in. It. it'll we, pop yeah, in later. Yeah, it absolutely will. But it has been a culmination for us of oh. just so much energy and intention and a real, real desire to bring this forth into the world and for it to be, you know, an offering that is resonant and elevating and all of the things, all All of the the things. things. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing. And it just feels like I, you know, I've only biologically given birth to one child, Mm. but I do know that sensation of waiting and wondering like what it's going to be like, 
what it's going to feel like to actually have it out there. And so today's day one. And I've given birth to no children. <laughs> so this is the closest I will I probably will get. But which is also beautiful. It is beautiful. It yeah. is beautiful because it's it's just so meaningful to me and I know that like we we have a very exciting topic that this is another the the topic of this episode I this feel has been gestating for a bit has too. been gestating as well well we know that in terms of chronology and what's coming out you know in terms of our episodes is that the most recent episode prior to this one that was just the two of us was us talking about you know where we are in our lives at this moment at this right. snapshot and we've talked a little bit about the birthing of the flaming yoni. We've talked mm-hmm. about the relationship constructs that we were in, how those have shifted. And right. now the other conversation that flows right directly from that is, oh, okay. Now we are single women yeah, navigating a world of sexual openness, of sexual mm-hmm. empowerment mm-hmm. by ourselves. Yeah. Without partners, and without a construct or without a label. And that's really, I mean, honestly, I feel like this conversation started months ago because we were like, how do we even identify anymore? Right. Like that was the original part of this is like, if I'm not X, what am I? Right. Because within the world, we operate in labels. Wife, mother, Whatever our profession is, we wear that label like it is part of our identity. We put all of these clothing items on that tell us who we are. And all of a sudden, you and I are like, I don't, there's no article of clothing in my closet that fits this. Right. Yeah. It's like, how do I show And as fun as it is to be naked, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not you want an identity, right? We, that's what we as humans gravitate toward. We want to walk into a space with, an understanding of what are we occupying in this space, right? right? What does it mean? How do we want to be received? What energy do we want to bring? And, you know, it's fascinating because you and I were on another show a while back Mm. and we talked about lifestyle vernacular Mm -hmm. and nomenclature. Yes, yes, yes. And it's so fascinating and resonant now that we're having this conversation again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we were very much so commenting on existing lifestyle nomenclature. And now we are wanting to bring something entirely new forth that feels natural and resonant to us. And that we believe will also feel very, very right for others, specifically other women. Well, especially with our focus on mm. female empowerment, totally. sexual expression, all of that sort of thing. You know, there are there are labels for mm. single women in the lifestyle. And when you look at them, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of those labels. No. But One you of which and being I, unicorn. unicorn. Yes. And you and I were like, well, that doesn't really mm. fit what we are looking to bring, the energy we bring, the, I don't know, the, the idea that we have of who we are navigating this space. It's just a, it's just a little bit different. And so it's, it's, if you can't fully identify with something, then you don't really know how to embody it, right. to embrace it, right. to you know, really live that experience. And so we were really struggling to come up with, you know, 
nomenclature and a vernacular for ourselves moving forward. We, we're looking for a robe to put on. We're looking for, you know, an identity. Mm. Yeah, and I think where we have landed, and, you know, there was a lot of converse, conversation between us, but, you know, in, in Slut Sisters, one of our one of our incredible pieces of art, one of our incredible symbols and emblems is a double-headed snake. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And it's that's our Secret Society logo. It logo, is, it and, is. and we felt like we needed it because we can't be walking around in the world all the time with the, the word slut on gear, right? No. Like we understand that society isn't in a they place. They haven't caught up to us yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And whether they do or don't ever, that's okay. But there's also something fun about having like code language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when we came up with this double-headed snake, we were just so giddy with it and we loved it so much And yeah, that's exactly probably the jumping point for us because I know that for me, the snake has become an incredibly significant symbol symbol. for me in my own life, my own growth experience. I've talked, I don't even know if I've actually talked about it in, in other episodes where I've talked about my plant journeys but the snake is a very powerful ally for me, Mm. shows up in many of my, in my journeys and also, one of the things that was revealed to me this past summer is my it, it, my origins, like a, like of my soul journey, right? And and the snake is a part of that. Mm. And I haven't really talked much ever. I don't think online about this, but there, you know, I'm I'm learning that I have this language that exists within me that mm. has, you know, kind of some snake effects. And so for me, the snake is something that I personally identify with really deeply and then I know also we've talked a lot about the symbology of the snake and divine feminine sexuality right and for you I think that's really hit hard too absolutely and I mean the snake is my Chinese zodiac sign and I've actually known that since I was very young and identified strongly with the eastern zodiac I've actually identified more strongly with my eastern zodiac than my western Mm -hmm. um also, I love S. <laughs> you if you do. can tell, uh, S is a very meaningful symbol. And my encounters with snakes, which I have had encounters with snakes, both in the wild and domesticated snakes, um, is that they are this animal that they are formidable. Mm-hmm. They are also, like when a snake is in a, a room, mm-hmm. They draw your attention. Oh, yeah. You are not paying attention <laughs> to anything. Or if you're out in nature and you look up yeah. at a tree and there's a snake coiled there, nested yeah. there. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Like you, you, all of a sudden the entire world falls away and you're like, I'm going to pay I attention see to you. that snake. I yeah. see you. I see you. Yeah. I and respect, I respect you. you. Yes. <laughs> yes. I respect I you. I am not going to fuck with you. No. No. Mm-mm. And so, so we, we ruminated on the snake and meditated on what it means for us. We did. Yeah. And the other thing that's occurring to me, I can tell you're looking at me, you're like, what do you want to say? Oh, I'm excited. Well, I think, I, I believe that I reached out to you when I was in the midst of a journey experience over the summer mm. because I knew that the snake was appearing for me and I knew that it was a part of this language, but I couldn't quite figure it out. And I knew that I hadn't seen it yet though. Like I hadn't seen, seen the way that it looked and I was in this journey 
And I finally saw it and I knew that it was a black King Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. But that didn't, you know, feel exactly right either because of course my connotation with the divine feminine and that sort of sexuality. Mm -hmm. And I think I might've reached out to you that weekend and was like, I'm a snake. I'm a <laughs> you literally <laughs> said that. You literally said, Scarlett, I'm, I'm a, a snake. snake. And I'm I was a like, king cobra. <laughs> and like I have seen de in deep meditation a lot of times. I've seen this, you know, kind of snake coiling up through my kundalini. I mean, that's kundalini energy. Right. Like, right. let's be very clear. But I had never seen this one. And I finally had a personal vision and relationship with it. And so I'm not even sure how we ideated and came around back to this, mm -hmm. but I feel like it was you that kind of connected all those dots yeah. with where when we were having this conversation, it was definitely you that brought the snake forward. And I'm like, duh. duh. We're queen cobras. <laughs> of course we are. Like that's that, you know, and obviously we just talked about what the snake means for us, but in lifestyle, terminology there's a lot of animal symbolism yeah. that shows up whether you want to talk about stags or you want to talk about bulls or mm -hmm. you want to talk unicorns unicorns right there's this animal symbology we right. didn't hey we didn't make the rules we just play the game right, right. so <laughs> right. so for us what why the queen cobra is such a powerful symbol is because the queen cobra is like a cobra a snake is a commanding energy. It's feminine. Mm. The snake has always been associated with feminine sexuality, feminine sexual expression. And like you had, I know you had done a little bit of research on how snakes have shown up in symbology and in mm -hmm. mythology throughout the years. So mm -hmm. I'd like for you to talk a little bit about that and why we so identify strongly with that. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, we've already mentioned that it is like the symbol for kundalini, for mm. sexual energy, for the divine feminine on those spiritual levels. Um, the other piece is that a lot of times the snake is associated with like heightened eroticism mm -hmm. and intensity. But one of the things that we struck when we were looking through stuff to see like, how do we you know, does this, does this really resonate deeply? And then we read something about how a snake can be both venomous mm -hmm. and medicinal. Mm -hmm. They can have the power to either heal you and provide expanded consciousness through divine intoxication, or they can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and that power that they carry of like either healing or demise is so incredibly powerful. Not that we ever would want to. <laughs> but I mean, I think what that speaks to is like being a single unpartnered woman mm -hmm. in a heightened sexual space. Yeah. Always carries some risk. Like yeah. let's, let's be honest here. Yeah. They, they, there is always some risk that we walk into when we walk into these spaces and don't fuck with us. <laughs> well, that reminds me of when I was, so I was on vacation in Joshua Tree last weekend, two weekends ago with a girlfriend of mine and the Airbnb that we rented had a sign standing uh, out by the, um, out by the hot tub and warning us because there was like this drop down from one level to another. And then you have to go up the stairs to get into the hot tub. And there was a sign hanging there that said, watch your step. Yeah. 
And uh, my girlfriend put it around her neck and I took some pictures of her. And then I was like, I need this sign yeah. <laughs> in my life. And I texted you and I was like, I'm going to be wearing this moving forward <laughs> whenever we're in like spaces together where yeah. people need to y- y- watch, your, watch st- your step. And, and come approach us with great respect. Come correct. correct. Come <laughs> fucking correct. Like, and, and, I mean, the the other thing about a snake that I love about it is the way that snakes move. Mm. Okay. So I saw a video the other day. It fascinated me of a snake moving sideways across the sand. Yeah. And I was like, who knew a snake could move that? We think of a snake as something that like slithers. Slithers. But the idea is here, like we as a single woman in this lifestyle, we move how we want to move and we can very quickly escape any sort of box that you want to put us in, any sort of expectation of us that d- is not mutually fulfilling, right? Any sort of label, you know, it, we can move how we want to move. We're not restricted or restrained by anything, just right. as a snake isn't. No, you know, it, it's that for me is something that's really important because freedom, liberation, sovereignty, sovereignty. These are core values for both of us. And I can eat you whole. (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) My girlfriend just got a snake as a family pet. Mm. And it's a snake that is not dangerous at all, but it's the most beautiful little red snake that she wears around her neck. She walks around her house with it all the time. And I'm like, okay, so how do you feed this thing? And she's like, one time a month. We put a dead frozen mouse in there yeah. and it eats the whole thing. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and it just like, I'm like, that is just insane. The way that it can expand around. Right. And then be satiated and be fine. If you've ever felt a constrictor snake constrict around you. Oh my gosh. It is like the tightest feeling like you will ever feel. I, I, I'm just, I'm so fascinated with them as creatures, but I'm also really feeling like the queen cobra as opposed to the unicorn. Like unicorns are like, I, the idea behind unicorn in my understanding has always been that it's super rare yeah. to find a single woman yeah. that enjoys playing with couples, yeah. engaging with couples sexually or, you know, even in a dating capacity. Relationally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, that has just never felt right for me because I know many single women in the lifestyle that they're they're not looking to be pursued like a mythical creature. Like they're being pursued and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you caught one. You caught a unicorn. Right. No, no, no. We <laughs> right. are the ones determining and pursuing our pleasure, what's right for us, what isn't right for us, yeah. and determining that solely within our own sovereignty for ourselves. Yeah. Period. There's there's no one else that factors into that decision making. And no. that is why Unicorn does not fit me, but Queen Cobra. That's where it's at. That's my jam. And that's how I want to show up in these spaces. And also, yeah. we can be incredibly additive yeah. to many dynamics. That's not to say we can't be additive. Because I know you and I both enjoy the energy of you know, the dynamics between others. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. It's well, incredible. And we can, yeah. Like I feel like there's this ability to maneuver in whatever way the space needs to, which is right. another aspect of snakes 
They are guardians of space, Mm -hmm. of temples. They are also able to be kind of this mediator between, at least in spiritual mythology, snakes are a mediator between like heaven and earth and earth and the underworld, right? Mm. So they can maneuver and dance within realms, between realms, and they can carry kind of messaging between the different things that they're exploring. And I just feel like for me, while I'm exploring, while I'm figuring out my role, my place, my identity, I want to be able to navigate and I want to be able to be present in myriad different situations so long as the energy is serving me yeah, and my energy is serving the situation. Right. I love holding space for other people (laughs) in their dynamics, in their situations. I love holding space Mm one-on-one and I love being able to be a conduit between these different types of experiences. And for me, it's all about energy. It's all about where the energy is flowing. It's all about what it feels like. And it's also about being able to say for myself, if the energy isn't present, I'm going to step out of this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a step back Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be a guardian of space for others. That doesn't mean I have to be present, you know, in a particular situation for myself physically. It just means that I can be present and still enjoy what's happening and not partake and be part of the ethos of the space, you know? (laughs) Sure. And I mean, I think all of that is, is true for me as well. And also what is true for me is that I can also be a magnet for energy in the room. I can also be the center of attention or doting you know the attention onto others or the energy surrounding somebody else and that all works very fluidly for me um you know one of the things that we've written down in these notes Mm -hmm. it's actually something a lover said to me he said it's your world I'm just living in I'm like you're goddamn right (laughs) it's my world you're just living in it I just loved it because I mean and that's kind of it's and I'm that's not to say that we are puffing ourselves up here it Mm -hmm. is to say that we understand, like, you will know where you stand with me. Yeah. You will know if we are a fling. Mm-hmm. You will know if we are more passionate lovers. You will know exactly where you stand with me. There mm-hmm. will be no questions because I have my boundaries and I'm going to communicate them to you in a way that you're going to understand clearly and that you're going to respect. And. I'm looking at your face. I know. I just took a deep breath and I was like, "Ah." because boundaries, boundaries. I think that's really important. I think that's something I want us to talk about here because boundaries are so crucial to actually owning your pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I never fully knew or embodied that until very recently. Because I am, another thing we talked about earlier today is that I'm, I am not a submissive woman, but I am someone who wants people to be comfort, comfortable and cared for. Mm -hmm. And, and for a while I was like, I'm kind of a pleaser, Mm -hmm. 
But pleaser isn't really the right word. I'm matriarchal. I like to care for those that I am charged with. And for the most part, I'm choosing who I'm charged with, right? It is a choice for me to be charged with someone. And if I have accepted that, then you are in my care and you will be cared for. Mm. But I, it is my responsibility to make sure that people understand what my, what my boundaries are within that. And especially for people who are just getting to know me, it's something that I have to own. Nobody is going to come to me saying, I mean, some people might. Some people might come to you saying, what are your boundaries? But for the most part, it's up to you to facilitate those conversations and to know, okay, if we're energetically flowing here, let's kind of figure out, we can either kind of let it happen naturally. And sometimes that does happen Mm -hmm. in great situations. But if not, you have to be comfortable you yourself, if we're expecting people to come correct to us, yeah, we've got to we've got to come correct 100%. as well, and we have to be in charge of that, and we have to own it, mm-hmm. and we have to be in a place of empowerment with that. I think one of the things that you talked to me about um, a situation that you observed at one point along your journey here. Uh, I actually think it was even somewhat recently, but you were witness to a situation in which there was a woman who really did not have any idea what she wanted and what she didn't want. Mm -hmm. And it was really disconcerting with you because you were being, you were being asked to participate in Mm -hmm. something and you wanted to have a conversation one-on-one with a woman first to make sure, is this something you want? Is this something that you're okay with? Which is my prerogative always. Always. (laughs) Always. It is always my prerogative to make sure that, you know, in any, because, you know, I, I frequent a lot of parties. I frequent a lot of events where I may walk in and I just see what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. Right. And I personally always want to be uh, making sure that I'm being additive and I am being respectful of everybody's boundaries. And if that's, if I sense that someone is too drunk or if someone is not in the right mindset Mm -hmm. I don't care (laughs) like I don't care if there's a whole bunch of other people participating with her with that person I will remove my energy yeah that's that is my boundary that is yours I operate off of energy and if I especially my I am only really here to be in sex positive spaces where women that are really femme-centric. Mm-hmm. I do not like sex-positive spaces that are very mask-centric. That's not to say that, you know, there aren't great sex-positive spaces that are masculine-centric. Sure. But for me, um, because I enjoy feminine energy so much and it is really crucial for my energy to flow correctly, I just know that's a boundary for me. I can't be in spaces that are very masculine, that are very transactional, that are very, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it it is like repellent yeah. to me. And that's a boundary that I've set for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's be honest. Not <laughs> let's every, be real here. Not everybody A can lot of sex positive faces are very masculine driven. That's like, very true. Like, let's, let's be real. And so what do we do then? What do we do? We create slut sisters. Right. We create, you know, a a femme-centric lifestyle community where we can build 
exactly the ambiance, the mood, the rules, the Mm -hmm. terms of engagement Mm -hmm. that we need to fully let our energy flow. And that's exactly what we're doing. Absolutely. And I think the thing that that particular situation highlighted for me is that we, like you said, it's always your prerogative. We always have agency to remove ourselves from a situation, but we also can understand the need for creating spaces where that is a conversation and where that is something that, not that we are teaching others necessarily, but introducing concepts that are like, hey, have you ever thought like, maybe let's start with that conversation rather than get into a situation where you feel like you're too deep. Like that girl looked at you like a deer in headlights of like, I'm fine with anything. I don't, I'm good. And you're like, "Mm, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. If you are in a boundary conversation and somebody says to you, I don't really have any, that is an, I'm out of here. (laughs) Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. I'm out of here because you should have some boundaries and you should know what they are. Even if your boundary is, I'm really submissive and I love to do what I'm told to do, mm-hmm. but da, 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 whatever right. it might be. It has to meet these certain criteria. Yeah. It has to look like and this. And we've had I to have, have to feel s- safe. built some trust. We've had right. to build yeah, safety and things like that and whatever. So I do think that for us, having knowledge of our own boundaries in this, if we're coming up with a label for ourselves, like... A queen cobra is somebody who has some boundaries. Badass boundaries. <laughs> Badass like, boundaries. You're going to know. Yeah. You're going to know what our boundaries are and you're going to respect them if you want to engage yeah. with us. Because then on the flip side of that, once that barrier to entry is is kind of crossed and you're there, what we can bring to the dynamic oh is my God, very potent as well. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. You know? And so you're also... There is an elevated experience waiting for you on the other side of that if you so choose. And and that doesn't mean that it's for everybody. You know, there's a lot of times when people are just looking for whatever they're looking for. Sure. More power to you. There are Definitely. so many people out there and you can have that experience. What we are really hoping is that if you are a single woman in lifestyle and you listen to this description, that it's, you know, if it's feeling resonant for you. And let's let's not... I do not at all want to alienate anybody who considers themselves to be a unicorn. I yeah. love playing with couples. I, I have certainly you. been one of those. I certainly enjoy that I have, as well. I have been in that position and quite enjoyed myself. Indeed, fully. indeed. And so um, I just want to say that we need an, another container. We need an alternative We need as another well. label. We need another way for us to show up and... I think that, you know, if you're feeling this, come come to the Queen Cobra Den. Like, let's <laughs> come with the us. Let's define this. Let's define yeah. this in your li- local lifestyle community. What does that like, look like? What does it look like for you? We want to hear from you. Yeah. And I also want to just highlight, too, that, like, I mean, lifestyle is certainly what we're talking about in, in a lot of ways in this particular episode. But it is an energy that you can embody regardless of where you uh, define yourself. So, so I, I continue to talk about the discrepancy that I experience in, like, communities of sacred sexuality where mm. I spend a lot of my time. And in the lifestyle where I spend a lot of my time Mm -hmm. and how they are so discrepant from one another. But I don't believe that that has Has to be be. the case. Right. And I don't believe that one has to look at the other with any sort of shade or disdain better than one up energy. You know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like part of part of my own personal journey 
is navigating both worlds and seeing where there are commonalities rather than where there are differences mm-hmm. and saying, could we let some of that fall away because it's perceived? So I don't want to make it sound like as we talk about this and have this conversation about what a queen cobra could be with regard to empowered sexuality for women, it is not only for one segment of the population. It is just, it's just uh, an ethos to consider whether or not it resonates with you, regardless of where you find yourself on this spectrum, lifestyle or not, whatever. If this is you, like, cool, let's talk and figure out where more common ground exists and what that could look like. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And <laughs> I really like, as, as I'm listening to you, like we've had so much conversation about what this means for us. And now I'm like super curious to hear from our listeners. <laughs> like if you're listening right. to this and this resonates for you, like tell us what it means for you. Yeah. Like if we were able to really get this out into the broader ethos in sacred sexuality and right. lifestyle in so many in kink spaces yeah, in all of these wherever spaces, you are wherever you in vanilla land are. yeah in vanilla in land. your marriage in your partnership Absolutely. in your same sex partnership whatever it is yeah yeah if you're bringing this energy forth like we want to hear from you we want to hear about what it's done for you and of course like we hope you will consider joining you know our slut sisters community if you're femi identifying if you're mask identifying like what is it like to be in relationship with someone like this what is it like to Mm. see and witness this energy we want to hear about it all I'm just so excited to be bringing this forth and I know this is the energy that you and I are bringing into this and we do it in different ways too like it's not one size fits all oh my gosh yeah we totally embody I really think and we had talked about it as a spectrum right Mm -hmm. like it's everything like everything like everything like literally everything but it's certainly a spectrum And it can look and feel exactly as unique as you look and feel. And that's the beauty of it. Um, But we really wanted to set this forth as like single women in all spaces are cherished and valid and fucking badass, you know, really powerful energies to have in any space. And they deserve to be treated with that reverence and respect as we deserve to be treated with that reverence and respect. We give that to one another and yeah, this is it. This is it. You're fucking queen Cobra. (laughs) You're a queen Cobra. That's goddamn right. All (laughs) that I'm thinking about is Cobra Kai. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wait, is it Halloween just passed? Shit. <laughs> Why did we not do this? God damn. I know. Why didn't we? Yeah. I, I don't know. Karate yeah. kid. Whatever. Yeah. Well, we I'm, I actually think that was our mutual friend who just walked through the door. Yeah. I think he dressed up as that for Halloween. Oh my like, gosh. Like legitimately, I think I saw him in that costume. Oh man. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> we so have, you might put it on. We just have now. other costumes planned for we, this week. Do we? So. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe that's another episode. Yeah, or a picture on our Twitter. Maybe we'll see. Ooh, yeah. for sure. Some for of that. Sure. Oh my gosh. We're so excited about this conversation. We're so excited about all the conversations that we are going to be bringing forth here on the Flaming Yoni. And for whoever has been listening so far, we're so grateful for you. So grateful. And we would really adore and cherish the opportunity to receive any ratings, any reviews that you have for us on this show as we've relaunched it um, as a new show. Mm -hmm. It is that kind of love and attention that helps us 
get heard by more people. And if you feel that these conversations are important, if you feel that this is a place that you can support more publicly, please do consider making sure that you subscribe to the show and rate and review it. Leave us some words. Yes. And uh, we will try to find a way to give you our thanks for that. And so thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time. Until next time.